Welcome back to another episode of Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser, and this week is a Christmas miracle. I'm allowing a man to be on this Fearless Female podcast. He's been begging me almost ever since I started this podcast. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, I am Travis Rosser, Paola's husband, <laughs> her biggest fan. And you're so excited to be here, right? I'm excited. <laughs> well, I broke the rules. You're on the air live. Right, I'm nervous now, actually. <laughs> Why? You've been begging to be it's on the pressure. show. Pressure. <laughs> You've been begging to be on the Fearless Female podcast. So now you're here. I'm here. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so this episode's coming out on the 23rd, the day before Christmas Eve. And this is going to be our Christmas special. We're going to talk about Christmas, na 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 Christmas, na 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 Her favorite na, holiday. It is my favorite holiday. She sings this song all the time. I literally love Christmas, but one of my biggest things about Christmas Day is that our very first kiss was on Christmas Day. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Christmas miracle. It was a Christmas miracle. Let's talk about that. Our okay. first Christmas Day kiss. Well, if you've heard the story of us falling in love, me asking pay out and her turning me down, we had been dating, gosh, how long had it been? Like three dates, maybe? Three dates. Yeah, three I think dates. that was our third date. Even my friends were like, man, if you don't pull a move soon, you're going to be stuck in the friend zone. <laughs> and I was scared. I like was so scared because I thought I was going to like lean in for a kiss and you're going to go, what are you doing? You're my, I'm your property manager. <laughs> But he didn't know that I was already digging him by the first date. And so our third date, we, it was Christmas day. He didn't have his sons because they were with their mom. And so he asked me what I was going to do for Christmas day. And for years, Christmas day was for, for your husband or boyfriend or whoever you were dating at the time. Because my family celebrates Christmas on Christmas Eve so we all have this huge dinner at my sister's house on Christmas Eve, and then all of them are married or have significant others or have their own little families if their husband is not no longer in the picture, and they do their own little Christmas Day thing. And so because I was the only one in my family who didn't have a significant other, who didn't have children, and who didn't have a boyfriend, I would usually make... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty pathetic, but I would usually have a bottle of champagne because my vendors would donate like a whole bunch of Christmas presents to me. And a lot of them were alcohol. So they would give me a bottle of champagne. So I'd always have a bottle of champagne and I would make myself breakfast and I would watch Christmas movies by myself on Christmas Day. That's that a was, perfect Christmas Day right there. It was, but I was alone oh, and yeah. I did it for years. And so when he, Travis asked me... um, what I was going to do for Christmas Day because he was free. I said, I'm actually free too. So we had planned to go see yep. a movie. We did. We went to go see a movie and it was the first time we had done a movie, right? I think yes. first time alone in the dark. And so the first place we were going to go <laughs> alone to in the dark. alone in the dark without our parents' supervision. Oh my gosh. The first movie theater we went to, we couldn't get tickets. And I remember I was like, oh man, this date, this date's going to suck. I'm never going to make a move. This sucks. Yeah. But then we were at one of those places where you could order drinks. And I think you're like, oh, come on, sit down. Let's order a drink. Because I could tell you were really I nervous. Really, I was totally nervous. Yeah. I had one thing on my mind that I had to pull this off, not blow it. <laughs> and to not look like an idiot. To not look like it was my first time I ever kissed somebody. Oh, my gosh. He's so funny. He really was like stressing out. First of all, he had, was. we missed the movie Time or something. Yeah, we were off somehow. 
And he got really, really frustrated. And he, and he's still the same way. He's very like, he's very hard on himself. So if he misses a time or if we're late or something, he's very hard on himself. So this was the first time that I saw him do that. And I was like, calm down, like, let's have a drink. And then we'll figure out what plan B is. Cause I'm not that type of person. I am a perfectionist, but when it comes to like traveling and planning, I'm kind of like, Let's go with the flow. And I remember the feeling I had when you said that. I've had that feeling a lot since then, that Mm -hmm. just reassuring, like, hey, it's cool. Let's hang out. Yeah. So we sat down, we had a glass of wine, and then we looked on our iPhones and found another movie theater in another time. Mm -hmm. And then I remember we were leaving that movie theater and you reached down to hold my hand. The first move. He reached (laughs) down to hold my hand, but he held my hand like a little kid. Like Like how you hold the little kid's hand, you know, where you palm the other palm. And Sounds I, creepy. And so then I grabbed his hand and I fixed it so that I had my fingers interlaced with his fingers. And then he kind of looked at me like, that was weird. And then when we I drove... I think you even said something like, what am I, a little kid? Yeah, I, I did say something like, what am I, a little kid? And so, so here we, I am, this is like strike two in my mind. I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. It was, yeah, it was embarrassing. So then we drove to the other movie theater. Yep. And we're in the seats and I remember leaning my head onto your shoulder and I think I was trying to give you as many signs that I was interested and I don't think you caught on. <laughs> I, I did. I think I did, but I still had this guard of, we have not crossed this zone yet. What if I cross it and it blows everything? And you're like, what? We're just friends. What, what are you doing? Because <laughs> in my mind at that point, I was falling for you. I thought you were incredibly beautiful. I love to be around you. And you just seem like you're way out of my league. But oh, I was like, you're so sweet. can I do this? And so then we finished the movie and mm-hmm. we went home because yep. it was Christmas Day. So nothing's open on Christmas Day. Like nothing. Weren't you trying to go see family later that no, night? That was a different day. On our, our second date was when I had to leave early to go buy Christmas presents. Oh, because I remember you were going to have people, yeah, the kids were going to stay at your house that night. Oh, yeah, my little nephews. That, that's right. Because I remember I had a, I forgot about I even that. had a deadline. Like I knew that they were like around eight or something. You had oh, to, yeah, I totally forgot about you it. You had my to go to Riverside. Nephews. Yep. My little nephews wanted to come spend the night. And so I was going to go to Riverside, pick them up, and they, yep. they were going to come back and spend the night. I completely forgot about that. That was part <laughs> of my, uh, it was like a time clock, like a shot clock. <laughs> I only had so much time. So we, we went back to my apartment and we were hungry, but there was nowhere we could stop yep. to get something to eat because everything was closed. And so we go back to my apartment. We're sitting on the couch and he had bought me a present. He yeah. bought me this book, Jesus Calling, which was super cute. Mm-hmm. And he bought me a like long extension cord for my phone to charge my phone. Yes. And well, um, wait, you need to say why, because we would talk on the phone for so long. She'd have to plug in her phone and sit by the wall and like lean in the corner. I'm like, I'm going to get you like a 15 foot iPhone cord. Yeah. It was too funny because he bought me a present and this was only our third date and we hadn't even kissed or anything. So I thought it was pretty weird that he bought me a present because all the losers that I dated in the past (laughs) that I dated for years and months would never buy me Christmas gifts. So the fact that this guy who I've only been on three dates with brought me Christmas present, I was pretty shocked and he wrapped it and everything. It was pretty cute. I did. And so we're sitting in my apartment on the couch. And I remember 
I said, well, you didn't get me a gift. Because <laughs> I didn't. I yeah, didn't I know. get you a gift. Why don't you give me a kiss or something like that? Yeah, something, something stupid. Something like in like, return. I know. And then he get, he leaned in for the kiss and it was it was definitely the most amazing kiss I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, for sure. And for me too. It was, by far. It was electric and it was just like, I remember jumping off the couch and like my body was like shaking and I was like, what was that? It was seriously like, I, I still believe to this day, it was like my soul met your soul. Mm. And it was like, this is who we were meant to be with. Yeah. And it's crazy. I was that nervous. And then that is what was coming next. I know. <laughs> I had no idea that this just, I, I've never felt anything like that before. And it's crazy now. We're going to celebrate our three-year wedding anniversary because we got married at a chapel by ourselves. That's right. Um, but four years together. Yep. We're together all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 24-7. Yeah. So listening to this, it would have been four Christmases ago. Yeah. 2015. It's crazy. Yeah. And I was just thinking about this the other day when I was decorating my Christmas tree when I was single, mm-hmm. I was really trying to practice the art of visualization and mm. acting as if, and I was decorating my Christmas tree. And I remember my nephew was over and he was like, he was like, oh, what are you thinking about? Cause I was just staring at my Christmas tree, listening to Christmas music. And I said, next year, I want to be decorating this tree with my husband. And I wasn't dating anybody. And that I was, hadn't even that was 2014? A, no, that was 2015, but earlier in the year, because I started decorating the tree oh, early in December. And wow. we didn't go out on our date until December 17th. And I didn't even know you liked me because you you, you still hadn't asked me out. But like it's crazy to me that I'm like <laughs> sitting there decorating my Christmas tree. And I'm like, next year, I'm going to decorate it with my husband. I didn't know who it was. I didn't know it was going to be you. I just said, I want to be decorating this tree with my husband. And I remember I brought my Christmas tree. It was the same one the following mm-hmm. year, yeah. even though half the lights didn't work. <laughs> it did work the first year, didn't it? Did it not no, work? No, remember oh, it didn't it work. That's why, had to get, that's why I had to get rid of it and get a new tree. But yeah, that was our Christmas like story. And yeah. it's, it's amazing to know like how one decision changed your life. Completely. Not your life, but my life too. Well, yeah. Like we just filled out that thing for Tony Robbins about the life-changing decisions and asking you out on a date was a life-changing decision for both of us. Yeah. I mean. Well, I said no, but. But, but it, I know, but I knew like the feeling I had about you was, it's hard to explain because you, you know, you guys have heard the story. She, she tells me, no, I make some joke about buying the building, but it was more about like, I still think I'm going to date her one day. Like I didn't even feel uh, rejected by you. Really? I did, but only in a funny way. I was like, that was weird. Well, because we were joking. We joked. I know. We had a couple of jokes. But I had this weird confidence that I never had had before with someone I wanted to date. It was like. This is going to happen. Which I think this is the whole law of attraction thing because you started becoming this person that was attracting my my soul, like my subconscious, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. Like I didn't even know. I mean, I, I look back, I'm like, oh, yep, definitely. But what I love about Travis and... First of all, he's an amazing husband. I I cannot, sometimes I'm like in shock that I'm married to such an amazing man who loves me and thinks I'm the best thing since sliced bread. And I don't want to say too much because I'm going to tear up, but I really am very blessed to have met you. But the things that I admire about my husband is when I talk about him, people are like, what? Like <laughs> he did what? He did this, he did that. And He really is special and he's been special his whole entire life. And 
One of my favorite stories to talk about is the fact that you used to stutter. Yeah. And people are like, what? Because Travis is not only um, the co-founder and creator of Kajabi, but also he wrote a book. And after he wrote a book, he's been invited on many different stages to speak about his book. And so he's spoken in front of thousands of people. And to think that when you were five through the age of 18, oh, yeah. you couldn't even, you were afraid to speak. Well, and every time I did speak, it was so embarrassing because, you know, I have a sense of humor. I'm always cracking jokes. You're always cracking jokes. But when I spoke, especially if I was trying to tell a joke, this is the worst. I became the joke mm. because in that moment, all of a sudden, you know, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, they're like, oh, I'm, that, that's funny. Listen to him. Say that again. Yeah. And it psychologically just made me go inward more and more. And I remember I used to even have a feeling like in my throat and in my mind when I was stuttering. And I was just thinking about that. I haven't felt that feeling in years. Wow. It's just for whatever reason, I have, we have lots of theories now why it just went away. Yeah. It was kind of. But, well, except for I'd been ran over by the tractor already. <laughs> yeah, you ran, survived. You survived being run over by a tractor. But I mean, Christmas is such a big theme in both of our lives because yeah. I remember you even telling me the story that you used to work for a Christmas tree farm. That's right. And you were the person that had to tell the customers. The funny thing is, I just remembered it because as you're coming on that that Friday after Thanksgiving, that was the first day of like Christmas trees. Yeah. And this Christmas tree farm. We live by farm, a Christmas tree farm right now. So, we do. So as we're coming home, we see cars with Christmas trees on top of them, which brings back the memory of the yeah. fact that you used to work at a Christmas tree farm. Oh, yeah, I had great memories at that place. But I was the guy, I don't know how I got this job, but <laughs> I was the guy at the front of the farm because it was huge. It was like 300, 300 acres and you came down a dirt road right in the entrance. And that was the beginning of the, the Christmas tree experience. So I would hand them a saw, I'd give them a map and I would tell them what's going on. And every single car, it was like anxiety, fear. Like it was like I was jumping off a cliff over and over again. Oh God. And it never got better either. And I, I would do it for hours sometimes. And then luckily I'd get rotated into something else and I'd be flocking trees or cutting things down. But it's funny how I still remember that part of the job. Yeah. Well, because it was something that really traumatized you emotionally. Yeah, but it taught, to it taught me to, to keep someone. doing things even if they suck and they're scary. Because I think, especially that age, at that point I'm a teenager and, you know, you usually avoid most pain when you're a teenager, you know? Yeah. You just get quiet um, in your room. Or, like, or Kyle and Connor definitely avoid it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think Kyle is my age when that would have happened, 16. Yeah. Because I remember I could drive myself there. So I had to be at least 16. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you stopped stuttering? I remember moments where I would, I would think, I haven't stuttered in a week. And then something would happen, it would come back. It was like it phased out of my life. And it wasn't gone, gone until I was in my 20s, probably. Where I was like, wow, I haven't stuttered in years now. Wow. It had a lot to do with confidence, I think. There's so many theories as to why somebody stutters. Could be trauma from childhood. A lot of children stutter. That's very common from like when you first learn how to talk until you're six. That happens often. Mm -hmm. But if you're still stuttering at seven, eight, nine, you were told that you're going to be an adult stutterer, which yeah. scared the crap out of me. I still get anxiety sometimes when I hear someone stuttering. Yeah. It takes me back and I lose my breath. Oh. And, um, I wish I knew so I could tell those people, here's what I did. I mean, my theory now is, you know, because I was so inward, I was always talking. And at that time, I talked to God nonstop. I would go outside with my dog on the farm and we would just have adventures out there. And I would pray and dream of a future 
where I didn't stutter. So I was almost doing like law of attraction, but not understanding it. Visualizing I was yourself. visualizing and meditating on this life without stuttering. And that was, that was probably the biggest miracle in my life, that God changed my circumstances that much, which has been a theme in my life a couple of times. Yeah. I went from this impossible situation that was killing me inside. And for whatever reason, my hope and faith, there's no magic formula. I just kept waiting. Like I think about you, my Christmases before that were never like that. <laughs> and I had these, I have these two amazing kids. I mean, if you ever see my kids, they're like the coolest young men you can meet. They're, yeah, they're they fun. Are. I love to be around them, but. Me too. I, I love never, them so much. <laughs> I never enjoyed Christmas, which made me feel guilty. Yeah. Because I was always just in this state of. Ugh, ugh. And that was not because of the stuttering. This is. This, this is, is another him. story. <laughs> a whole nother story about his ex-wife and a marriage that he shouldn't have been in. Yep. But. Now Christmas with us. Oh, it's crazy. It's amazing. It's like we both, one of another thing that I love about my husband is that he loves to decorate, (laughs) (laughs) which I love to decorate too. So Halloween and Christmas are two big holidays that we go all out for. Yeah. We've done a Halloween party every year. It's our second annual Hallapalooza. I know that, which is the cops have been called both Hallapaloozas now. <laughs> um, but we we really go all out for these two holidays. And for Christmas, he really does like, he pushes me to really buy more decorations because I'm kind of a cheapskate. Yeah, we have this weird thing that happens where, which I went shopping with you for Christmas decorations and had fun. That was a big step the other night. And didn't, you didn't like that before? No, I would never have done that. I would have been like, this is terrible. But here's Pei when she goes shopping. Because Pei is so good with money and so good at like keeping track of not overspending, mm-hmm. she'll go shopping. She'll fill her entire shopping cart with everything she came to the store for. And the most random thing will throw her off. And she's like, nope, I'm not going to get it. Like the other day, she was going to get a whole bunch of Christmas pillows. And as she gets up to the front, she's like, I forgot to get my niece the the baby gift. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there's no room in my cart. I don't need these pillows. And you left. I did. And then she comes back to the store a week (laughs) later and they're always gone. Yeah. Always. I have a problem with spending money because of the fact that- It's a scarcity thing. It's not just a scarcity thing. It's just, I think, I think back to like my Dave Ramsey question. Do you need it? Yeah. Or do you want it? You're always going to say- And so I'm like, I don't really need it. So I end up putting everything back because- I don't really need these things, you know, but then I go back to my house and I'm like, dang it, those Christmas pillows would have looked great. And so then I have to force my husband to go with me. And I force her to buy it. And then we get in fights. She's like, I don't even want this. I'm like, I think you want it. (laughs) So I I can't really tell if she's not wanting it or she doesn't want to buy it. Yeah. But together we have like (laughs) just really created a new Christmas theme for us because before renewal for sure yeah because christmas before was really sad for me watching christmas movies alone and having champagne by myself and making my own christmas brunch uh, you know to being alone to now being with you and having new christmas traditions with the boys you know and and doing traditions with you and like decorating the house and I just, I, it's, I'm so thankful. I'm so beyond thankful. It really brings me so much joy and it really makes me believe in, in Christmas miracles because I literally was sitting in front of that tree mm-hmm. and I said, next year I'll be hanging, I will be decorating this with my husband. That's pretty amazing. I think it gives you hope too, that nothing is too far gone to get better one day. Mm-hmm. Like both of the stories that we've been talking about were hopeless. It was hopeless. I never saw 
it changing. I never saw myself enjoying Christmas like that, which made me feel really guilty, really hopeless. Mm-hmm. And now here I am rediscovering a holiday that I thought was such a burden before. Yeah. <laughs> such a financial burden, such a time burden and people everywhere. And now it's like, I love it. Like you've really changed my view. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> She literally has made up this song. I think it's like based on another song, but. No, it's in a movie. I don't know what movie it is, but I, I, think I you made it up. love Christmas. I just do. And I'm, I'm just so thankful to not only be doing what I love here in the podcast, but I'm thankful that you're my husband. I'm thankful that I get to have Christmases with you from now for the rest of my life. And I just hope that whoever's listening to this podcast, I know sometimes Christmas can be either a really great holiday for you or a really sad, depressing holiday. Yeah. Because it does bring a lot of memories of what could be. Hmm. And you watch these movies on TV and you're like, everybody's having these amazing Christmas miracles, you know, Hallmark movies. (laughs) and, And you're like, man, my life isn't like that. But it can be. Yep. It totally can be. Yeah. And I think it's important to, take a moment and think, well, what do you want? Like, what do you wish your Christmas was like this year? Yeah. We don't usually do that. I didn't do that back then. I just kept my head down and tried to enjoy the life I had. And I felt guilty, like I said, to want something more, but maybe God is trying to push you. Yes. I created you for something else. Like start wanting that. Yeah. And then you'll do it just like you doing this podcast. Like I, I cannot say how proud I am, especially to be on the show, but <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I saw this, you doing this a long time ago. Thank I've you. seen you be this woman. I probably saw you be this woman before we started dating. I just was so drawn to the strength and beauty that you had. Thank you. And baby. here you are sharing it and doing all kinds of cool I stuff. I know. I can't believe it. Next episode, I'm going to talk about just like the year in review. And mm. I'm just seriously in shock. Like my whole life has completely changed. Yeah. I, I think about that every single time December comes along how one decision changed my entire life. Like one decision of saying, okay, I'll go yeah. have a drink with first, you. First, it was my decision and you, and you turned me down and then it was your decision. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just the one saying yes. Yes. And, you know, that's one thing that I want to tell for all you single ladies that are listening to this episode right now. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying tell, <laughs> I'm not saying say yes to every guy that says, you know, but If there's a feeling about this guy, and that's what I had a feeling about Travis is that he was funny. He was kind. I just loved his energy when I worked for him. And I was like, you know what? Even if I go out with him and it doesn't turn into anything, maybe we could be really good friends, you know? So if you have a good feeling about a guy, you know, obviously don't say yes to the guys who are just annoying the crap out of you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and probably give you that weird feeling in your stomach. If that that's oh, yeah, the case, if you have a weird feeling, don't yeah, don't, if you don't have go a gut for it. <laughs> reaction about them. Don't say yes. But what I'm saying is, like, be open to the opportunity that there are really good guys out there. You know, I had given up the feeling that there were good guys. I had given up the feeling that maybe you know every guy out there is just you know a loser and is going to treat me like crap and is going to you know cheat on me and is going to lay his hands on me and. I had to change my mindset. I had to believe that there was a good guy out there waiting for me. And I mean, I still, sometimes I'm just like in awe of the fact that I'm live this beautiful life, that I have a wonderful husband. I have two amazing stepsons. I have a beautiful home with all my Christmas decorations and my Christmas tree. And I have Christmas socks and Christmas. Oh, she know, does I everything. Have, I have 
new Christmas, Christmas pajamas. Onesies. <laughs> Christmas onesies. And, and I just, I, you know, I love the fact that now I am sharing this amazing holiday with somebody that I love. And if you're not doing that this year, know that it can happen for you next year. Know that you're like what your situation is now can change. Yeah. Maybe this year, the gift to yourself is to open your heart that that might happen. I love that. Is that your nugget of wisdom? That would be my nugget of wisdom. <laughs> I, I, I have that one. And then I think give something a chance, like you said, because I, you, you've always told me you weren't my type. You know, you had kids, you're older than me. You had been married. Give, give that person a chance because pale is obviously beautiful, like incredibly beautiful. But I didn't realize how beautiful until that night we took a selfie and I went home and looked at the selfie again. And it was like, God had just pulled the cover off my eyes completely now at this point. Cause if I saw you that way, I would have never asked you out. <laughs> and I was like, look at how beautiful this woman is. Like she was right there for years. You're right there. Yeah. And I got to know you without getting intimidated by you yet. Yes. Which was pretty awesome. So <sighs> give yeah. it a chance. Give it a chance, ladies. This is your Christmas special. <laughs> Christmas. Na, 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 na. I really drive them crazy with the Christmas songs. Song. I play Mariah Carey All I Want for Christmas like over and over until he's like, his ears are bleeding. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so sweet because all he says is, you have the voice of an angel. Voice of an angel, definitely. <laughs> All right, ladies, tune in next week for another episode of Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm going to do a, an episode about just the year recap, just overall how this entire year went and the movement and everything and how everything started, just to give you some inside look on my own journey just throughout this entire year and what's to come in 2020 because yeah. a new decade is starting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tune in next week for another episode of Journey of a Fearless Female. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share this episode with all your fearless female friends. And thanks again for taking your time out of your week to listen to this podcast. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.